welcome to You Are The Salt, a podcast for Christian female leaders and entrepreneurs. Whether you're starting out in your business or career, or already on that path and that journey, I believe this podcast can be the source of encouragement you have been looking for. With your host, as always, Louis Luaya. Hi guys, happy, happy Tuesday. So it's been a minute. I think it would be great for me to kind of like touch base, give some updates and um, fill you guys in and then maybe touch on a topic as well. So a couple of updates. I am going to start a Facebook group, like a private Facebook group. And I really want you guys to join it because I want to start doing a lot more content on there um, and really build a community because I'm big on communities. A lot of the things I do are community based. So I want to have somewhere where I can start doing that. And I love doing podcasting, um, especially the interviews. But I think I really am craving that like community feel interaction. So I'm going to put the link down in the description or whatever it's called box. I should know this by now. And please give that a click and um, sign on, I guess. Um, the second thing is I'm going to have another link to a ZOCF petition. And this petition all started due to the fact of the system in Zambia when it comes to trying to get your dual citizenship is just crazy. It's it's really ridiculous. So um, for those of you that don't know, a lot of African nations really did not have um, dual citizenship. So Zambia included. Once you left the country and took on a new citizenship, um, you are no longer Zambian. And that was it. So you could only be Zambian up until 2016. So you can imagine so many people have been trying to get this dual citizenship. And um, I think there's like, it's only in the hundreds when it comes to the amount of people that have been able to have a dual citizenship, which is really, really low when you think about it. It's really low. Um, there's so many people that have applied to become a dual citizen because they're like, okay, great. I can now be fully Zambian. I can vote. You know, if I'm a Zambian citizen again, I can vote. It means I can buy land. It means so many things. You you know, you have a stake in your home country. Um, and I was one of those people that started this process and I'm trying to do it properly because if you don't know, there's a lot of corruption in Zambia, not even just Zambia, actually. In a lot of um, third world countries, corruption seems to be prevalent. Um, I mean, it's prevalent everywhere, right? But it's it's more visible, I think, in third world countries. And you can probably find a way to get your, you know, dual citizenship and NRC, which is like a national insurance card or national registration card, um, in ways that are not necessarily the right way to go about it. But... Um, I think it's good to challenge the system and I've been trying to do it, you know, trying to do it the right way. Um, I've had contacts that work in, in these places and I've been talking to people and it kind of ends at the same place where they're like, I have to wait for this meeting to take place. And I'm just like, this system is not working because this meeting is never going to happen. So anyway, I've detailed so many things within that petition about why it needs to, why people firstly need to sign it. And why the, you know, the system needs to change right now, because it's not enabling, um, especially young people who are really excited about, um, you know, 
investing in Zambia. It's not allowing us to be able to do that because it's restricting us and making us foreigners in our own countries. A lot of us were born there and we can't actually, we, we're not looked at as um, Zambians on paper because um, obviously we moved away when we're young, which is something that we can't help. Our parents moved away and subsequently we did as well. So I'll link the petition it's a form so i'll try and see if i can actually link the um the actual petition like everything i wrote down um if not then i'll just link the form um and you can always email me to find out more information but yeah that's what i've been up to been writing that petition i actually wrote it a while ago and it was only recently that god so made it that somebody that i know is going to be going to zambia and going to be discussing loads of these issues with some important people and um so I thought, let me get this petition out and that way I can get this story, my story out, but not only my story, using like my position as the ZOCF youth coordinator, um, pushing this out for every single young Zambian who wants to have a dual citizenship to be able to do so in a timely manner. Because they say it should take like a year and it's been like three years for me. It's been a long time <laughs> it's been a very 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 long time so that's what I've been up to and then it's it's been Easter so yeah happy Easter guys I hope that you enjoyed it it's weird like when I was younger I never really we obviously obviously there's a reverence for Easter because of the meaning and you know the death and resurrection of Jesus but we've never really um you know how some people have like a big meal and stuff like that. We haven't, we never really used to do that. But I think as we get older, it's becoming more, more and more um, important. I think it's, it's actually a day that's probably even more important than Christmas when you think about it. For the Christian, for Christians, really, it's like the hope that we believe in. So, although we do go to church and stuff like that on a Sunday, I think we should make it more of a celebration. Like it's honestly this is the hope that we believe in that Jesus died and rose again so it's such a big deal so yeah I hope that you enjoyed your Easter and that you had good vibes and all that jazz let me think of what else has been going on oh I've been yeah so guys the Will Smith thing I really wanted to touch on this when it happened but I was like just stick to the schedule just stick to the schedule <laughs> and also because um because work has been crazy you know people come people leave and then, yeah, I've just been trying to kind of keep up with that. And then also, like, with ZOCF, there's been so much stuff going on. So I didn't really add it on to any of the podcasts. But I was just thinking, like, the whole Will Smith situation, even though I said this is notices, this is also, like, updates <laughs> and just chit-chat. Um, so bear with me. But I was thinking, like, about the whole Will Smith situation and how important this series is. I'm going to try and think of other emotions and other things that I can touch on and I'm still trying to bring on a psychologist as well to talk about um anger I think anger and maybe a mental health type topic as well it will be really key but yeah when I saw saw the whole thing with um with Will Smith and Chris Rock at the Oscars it just made me think about the fact of how in one of the episodes I said you have to be able to deal with your emotions or your emotions will deal you and it's clear in that situation that Will Smith's emotions were the ones who were running that show that situation I legit thought this was fake I was like I mean he's gonna like he won like best actor or something right so I was like that was 
a great performance. And then he sat down and started saying, do not effing wife's name in your mouth and stuff. And I was like, yeah. We were, we were all like Lupita, like thinking, this is crazy. This is craziness. But it just shows you how important it is to be able to manage your own emotions. Because if you can't, you get yourself into situations like that. You get yourself into situations where you are slapping people, where you're shouting, where you're, you've got this rage. You don't even care where you are. You don't care that it's one of the most prestigious places. You don't care who you're in front of because you need to get yourself hurt. So, yeah. So I really hope that you guys are finding this useful. Somebody messaged me to say that the one about resentment was really, really useful and like churches need to talk about it more. And I think it's it's really important, actually, for people to talk about it more, because even in the Lord's Prayer, we pray about the fact that, Lord, help me forgive others as you forgive me. Like, it's such an important thing. The fact everything that you say in the Lord's Prayer is so key. So, like, watch out for that if if when it comes up in in um, everyday life. If something that we are constantly mentioning, if Jesus said that we should pray in this way and mention these specific things, um, but then the church isn't bringing them up in services, isn't touching on these things um, in Bible studies and stuff like that. It, it makes you think, why? But regardless of them touching upon it, we can start doing our own research and we can start doing our own um, self-reflection and just really reading the words and just meditating on the words of Jesus. But yeah, for this episode, well, the thing I want us to take away is just how to show appreciation to others and also to understand how we love to show appreciation or how to receive appreciation because it's actually so key in making people feel valued in what they do so because I've pre-recorded that bit so I'll just quickly recap so I was saying in this section that we have the love languages everybody knows about the love languages how to receive and give love but people don't really or I, oh, let me speak for myself, I didn't know actually that there was a five lo- love languages for the workplace, which is called like the, so the book is called Five Languages of Appreciation by Dr. Gary Chapman and Dr. Paul White. What stood out to me when I was thinking about this topic was like, that feeling of feeling undervalued can cause tiredness and weariness because you can feel like no matter what you do, it's never good enough. You can feel a lack of appreciation. So if you know the five love languages, it talks about words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, tangible gifts, physical touch. And it talks about how you can use that in the workplace to show appreciation to others. And I think it's really key as leaders, as people who are leaders in the church, in your workplace, entrepreneurs, in your side hustle, for us to show appreciation to others because this can cause this weariness that we're talking about like I've said being able to use words of affirmation means being able to speak positively to somebody else being able to give them compliments affirming their character affirming their personality affirming the things that they do and also really making it specific to that person so that they don't feel like you would just you could say this to anybody I could be Tom Dick or Harry or Jane whatever, Musonda and <laughs> Sandra, um, but you make it very specific to them. Some other people feel appreciated if you have quality time. And quality time doesn't just mean spending, you know, a lot of time with people. Obviously, it's about the quality. So giving somebody focused attention, being able to converse with them, listening, like that active listening, 
also having like shared experiences as well so doing like different types of things as well some that could also show quality time so like recently I went to a ZOCF team building activity day so we went and we did like the escape rooms and then we had um, games and stuff like that and that is quality time because we spend time usually in meetings and things like that but this is a different way of spending time and it's it's quality because it's very focused on what we're there to do which is literally to bond and to have fun so yeah so that is very focused time you can also call it focused time um there's access service so but this one it's kind of with this one it's very much i would like to say what came to mind access service is very much how jesus served he would wash people's feet he would be he would make himself lowly and that's how he led he led being selfless and he led by um looking after people and giving them yeah essentially acts of service so i think to kind of round this this one up acts of service is being able to help people being able to help people in a practical way so whether that's like i said washing people's feet or helping somebody out if they create something, a project or something like that, actually bringing items. Um, but I think with this one, one thing that they mentioned is it's really good to help people out the way that they would like help. So don't just kind of impose your own way of doing things, like really find out how the person wants to be receive the service that you're giving them and then, you know, try and do that. Then there's tangible gifts, which is also very self-explanatory so giving really meaningful gifts knowing the person remembering things they say if they say that they've got a child or something like that remembering things like that you know remembering their favorite movie just making everything really personal and being able to find gifts that represent that physical touch um this is something in the workplace this would look like giving high fives or yeah i think that's probably the, the only thing we can do in the workplace right I don't think, you know, you can give hugs and stuff, but it depends how casual your workplace is. But I think being able to show appreciation as a leader really helps. Um, you make sure that the people around you do not grow weary and do not feel unappreciated. But also understanding all of these different ways of receiving also makes you understand how you like to receive appreciation and what's going to make you feel appreciated. Catch you in the next one, guys. And always remember that you are the salt.